everybody, welcome into this week's episode of FKC Fantasy Hour. We're back. It is a slightly less rotund crew tonight. Um, we are without we're without Ryan. We're a little bit lighter. Yeah, we're without Ryan tonight. He is under the weather. Uh, GWS Rhino. Um, speaking of get well soon, I guess we should start the uh, the show off with the uh, the biggest news of the week. A uh, moment of silence for uh, basically anybody who drafted Nick Chubb in the first two rounds because uh, they just lost a top running back. So a uh, moment of silence. Thank you. Uh, now, now let's look at as we look at the what's going on now. Um, let's start there. Uh, the Browns bring in Kareem Hunt today for a visit. Um, no news on if Kareem has been offered a contract. Um, I would assume that we'll know more tomorrow about Kareem Hunt. Um, but Jerome Ford looked pretty well last night in the Monday night game. Um, as we're recording this on Tuesday night. Um, Busted out that long touchdown run after changing directions. Um, I don't want to say that this is a well, it's never a good thing. So let's 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 start there. Um, but I, I don't know how Cleveland as a team, and this is not talking fantasy relevancy. This is talking the Cleveland Browns without Nick Chubb being that guy who is as good as Nick Chubb is. I think the Cleveland Browns just took a severe step back after a great week one win against the Cincinnati Bengals and a game that when they lost Nick Chubb, they had a shot to still win in the last five minutes of the game. If it wasn't for the strip sack fumble by uh high tower that gave it to J uh, TJ Watt. I feel like this is a game where if you're the Cleveland Browns, this is going to be the one where if you miss the playoffs by a game, this is the one where it's going to be. We had an opportunity and we lost our best player. Yeah, um, that one hurt last night. That was that was a huge loss. One of the, probably the biggest loss of anybody. Uh, you know, he's done for the season. He's uh, same knee that he tore up while he was at Georgia. Uh, but the Sean, the Sean just looked really off last night. Uh, you know, you start the game off pick six. It, it got it. The crowd had to get into his head. Um, what I'm is saying this- is. is is this, did he look off, or is this the Steelers' defense is going to be good? They just ran into an absolute buzzsaw week one in the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, their defense is really good. I mean, you got C.J. Watt, you know, guy's probably one of the next two. Uh, <laughs> I just love that the camera just kept going upwards. I was waiting for it just to be like, and it's gone. All right, there we go. <laughs> Uh, all right, you, you got T.J. Watt, you know, him and Aaron Donald, are, you know, 1A, one, one 1B one as far as uh, defensive ends in the game. Um, you get really good second, secondary, even though Micah Fitzpatrick got banged up last night. Um, and I, I believe they lost somebody else last night, too, other than Micah Fitzpatrick. They definitely the lost Fitzpatrick to the, to the chest injury. They were still able to apply pressure. Um you know, the pocket was just collapsing under Sean. Uh, they were definitely, they definitely got in his head. Um, he, uh, you know, the, the face masks, uh, the, push, the pushing the referee, you know, once they figured they were in his head, uh, just keep applying the pressure. That's, uh, that's how they were able to get to him. Um, but as far as uh, Ford, Ford, you know, looked pretty damn explosive. He caught a couple of passes out of the backfield. Um you know, and, and, you know, going forward, you know, you, you got to figure they got one of the best O-lines in football. You have all the faith in this kid. They drafted him, I believe, 22, I think it was like a fourth-round pick or a fifth-round pick. I'm not sure what round they picked him in. Um, you know, but he, he's explosive. He could catch balls out of the backfield. And, you know, Kareem Hunt could be the, the you know, good uh, – compliment to him um i really think that they're going to stick with him uh, stefanski actually came out and said today he's their guy um so yeah this this is the kind of game that they 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 should have been able to win you know despite losing chubb because um i think ford ripped off what about 110 yards 
couple of catches yeah, out of the backfield. I, I think, but I think the thing is, I think sixty of them were on that long touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that definitely almost, helped. The almost touchdown, the down at the one. Oh yeah, the down the one. Sorry. Um, Should just let score. Know, if Deshaun can get you know his receivers more incorporated into the game, uh, you know Elijah Moore wasn't a factor until like late, late in the second half. Um, after after Minka Fitzpatrick left the game. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, this game can, like you said, this game can come back and bite them in the ass if they miss the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, it's got to, you know, go forward. And I think, uh, I don't necessarily think they're going to give Ford the same amount of carries as you would Nick Chubb. No, and you I think that's why, that's why Kareem Hunt, potentially a Cam Akers, it makes sense for them to be in the market and listening to any and everything because they don't have a proven back on the roster after him. So this is one of those where somebody is going to be wearing a Cleveland Browns jersey on Sunday that's not on this roster as of Tuesday night at 11.45 at night as we record this because they're going to need a backup that you at least know has NFL experience. Kareem Hunt, Cam Akers, I don't care who it is. Um, yeah, I, I, that's again. All three names I think are 100 percent in play for the Cleveland Browns right now. Um, second biggest news coming out of that game: Deontay Johnson not playing in that game, but was placed on injured reserve this week uh, earlier today. Hamstring. He's out for at least what the next four weeks. Uh, yes, because uh, my two leagues that I have him in, he's in that little IR spot, yeah. and he's tucked away for the next four weeks. So I think I'll see him uh, right around Halloween. Mm. Uh, that's pretty scary, all, all all pun intended. Um, on top of him, another hamstring came up on Monday Night Football. Uh, Jamal Williams of the New Orleans Saints, he's now down, potentially out this week. Uh, keep an eye on the waiver wire there because uh, it's Shahid after him, correct? No. Um, oh. No, it's uh, hold on, it's not he's a receiver. Shahid, Shahid's oh, a oh, Swiss Army knife. Uh, Kendra Miller. Yes, that's who it was. For the next week, and then Kamara comes back in, in week four. What, I thought he came back in week five. I thought he was out the first four weeks. Three games. It's the first three? Okay. Three games. I get him so back. If you, so, so if you need a one-week stash, uh, that might be your guy, depending on what Jamal Williams' injury report looks like. Um, my favorite coach in the National Football League right now, Man Campbell of the Detroit Lions, said earlier today, uh, David Montgomery quad is in the boat of quote day to day. Uh, so if you're a David Montgomery owner, if there's a running back out there, I would suggest picking them up and putting on your roster because if he does not play in this game, this could very well be the Jameer Gibbs show where coach give me the ball more and could definitely cut into the playing time of David Montgomery. So that's something you need to keep an eye on, especially if you're a David Montgomery owner. Uh, I know somebody who's a David Montgomery owner and, He'll probably be listening later, so enjoy it, right? Keep an eye out on that. Um, AR-15, Anthony Richardson of the Indianapolis Colts. He left his pretty big game against the Houston Texans early. Concussion, he is in concussion protocol. Uh, Shane Steichen said uh, that, that that's pretty much all he said, is that he's in the protocol. They haven't really released more information on that. If he does not play, it'll be everybody's favorite uncle, uh, Uncle Rico, Gardner Minshew. Uh, starting at the quarterback position for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, if that is the case, I'm going to tell you right now, if you got Michael Pittman in a league, fire him up because Gardner Minshew loved him some Michael Pittman. Yes, and we'll, we'll get to our daily we'll get to our daily guys uh, as we do at the end of the show. Um, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan said earlier today, quote, it is too early to provide a accurate injury report on wide receiver Brandon Ayuk, who left the game on Sunday with a shoulder injury. Um, if that's a long-term thing, or if that's a thing where he'll be out multiple weeks, um, don't necessarily, like, from a football standpoint, I don't think the San Francisco 49ers will be hurt by it. But a fantasy team, this could be very bad for you because he's been a guy who probably won some teams a week one matchup by starting him and him putting up 35 points. And he was on the way to have a pretty good game this week prior to the injury. 
So if he's going to be out for an extended period of time, and say you're in a boat where you drafted him in the fourth or fifth round, and you have a guy like Nick Chubb, or you have a guy like Jamal Williams, or you have a guy like Deontay Johnson, now you've lost two of your guys that are early early draft picks, and, and now you're looking at your roster going, really hope I hit something at the tail end of this thing, because if not, we could be in a lot of fucking trouble. Maybe get lucky on that waiver wire. Uh, and honestly, this is one of those weeks, if if Jerome Ford is available, you may have to spend a little bit more of that fab budget if if you use a budget, because you're going to have to go get, and this is an opportunity to go get a number one guy. Like, let's be real here. Um, I used a small bit of my fab budget. I believe it was either in your brother's league or in my league on. Uh, your Billy doesn't have one. Well, okay, then it was mine. It was Kieran Williams mm-hmm. in L.A. before they announced that they weren't going to play Cam Akers. I spent it after he scored the two touchdowns, figuring, okay, this is at least the goal line back and losing Austin Eckler and losing fucking um, Aaron Jones because I have both of them in that league, not having either one of them, knowing that I was going to have to start some random guys at running back this week. Um, He was a guy that when I saw, okay, even if I get two touchdowns from him, that's more than I'm going to get from another random soul on the waiver wire. So I probably spent a little bit more on him. Now I've seemed to luck my way into a number one running back. Um, yeah. Jerome or Ford isn't going to be Jerome Ford isn't going to be the same thing here, guys. Let me let me be a very abundantly clear about that as you're listening to this show. Everybody knows Jerome Ford is going to be the number one running back in Cleveland moving forward. Like there is no question. Stefanski's already made it abundantly clear. Even if they bring in one of those other guys, this is his show until something happens. Fumbles. Maybe he gets dinged up and somebody has a great game. So. If you're looking for a diamond in the rough, it isn't Jerome Ford. But if you need a running back for the next couple of weeks and you have to spend a little extra, this will probably be the week that I would friendly suggestion that you go do it because you're going to get a guy who's going to get, what, probably 15 to 20 carries a game. I mean, Nick Chubb was probably on like, what, the 25 carry-ish range. So you're probably going to give him about four or five less than Chubb was at and bring somebody else in to eat his carries plus the four or five that you're taking off of the Nick Chubb workload. So uh, let's see who else got hurt. Jalen Waddle is in concussion protocol, according to uh, Mike, Mike McDaniel. Um, I, I don't necessarily know that I like this one. It sucks for Jalen Waddle fantasy owners, but if you have two, I don't know necessarily that you're upset because you still have Tyree kill to throw to. You still have, I mean, Braxton Berrios is running around like the four foot seven version of Wes Welker right now. He's running fucking slant patterns and fucking button curls. Um, Joe Burrow aggravated the calf uh, late in the game against Baltimore. Um, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to say it on the show. And I've, I've said it basically the first two weeks of the regular season. Uh, you could tell in the Cleveland game that he was not healthy. And he is trying to play through this because he knows that if he does not play, this team is not going to go anywhere. Yeah, but at the same time, you also got to think. You also got to think about the more he plays, the more damage he could be doing. Oh, um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, you're, but- not, you're not. You're not going to. You're not going to necessarily start thinking. Well, let's just uh, call it a day here in week three. It's not going to happen because they were talking. To, they, there was talk today that. You know, they might want to shut him down until after the bye week. Um, and I mean, is Simeon, right? No, it is uh, Jake Browning. Oh, uh, didn't they have Trevor Simeon? Uh, the they did, yeah. uh, yes, the, he did not win the second quarterback job. Jake Browning okay. beat him out. I mean, so, I'm, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. If you shut him down, I'm not starting Jake Browning. No, absolutely not. I mean, I, I'm picking up. I'm, about about I'm, calling, I'm calling Colt McCoy. I, I'm call I'm calling the Indianapolis Colts and seeing what they want for Gardner Minshew. I, I'm picking up the phone. I'm calling the Dolphins about Mike White. I'm 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 not starting Jake Browning with this roster. I, I if Joe Burrow tomorrow, if if Zach Taylor comes out and says Joe is done until the bye week with the calf because something's not right, you can't and and. 
I love my guys. I'll be the first one to die on the sword for my guys. You can't sit here and tell me that Jake Browning gives you the best chance to win football games. I don't care if he knows the playbook. I don't know. I don't care if he knows the formations. There are enough guys that are veterans out there that give you a better chance to win football games than Jake Browning. Will it suck? Bring back the red rifle. I'll give me death taxes and Andy Dalton. I'm fine with it. I don't give sign me up. Give me back the red rocket. You can bring in fucking. What is he? You know, He's got to be what, like 36? Or is he older than that? Let's take a gander. Because yeah, you have to do something. Because the thing is, and and, and we're, right now we're talking football wise. We're not talking fantasy wise. Right. But the fantasy aspect, forget it. It just destroys everybody on that team. Thirty-five years old, and he's currently on the Carolina Panthers. Oh, that's right. They're not giving him up. They they need him for uh, for young. Well, I mean. They could give him up. It's not the end of the world, but it's also you'd probably have to give up something for him. I mean, you're not going to obviously. You're obviously not going. It's a two-year contract that he signed in in Carolina. I don't think the money's the issue. I think just for Carolina is the uh, the experience that he brings for the young quarterback. Oh, absolutely. That's a, I, I think from from that standpoint, if I'm Carolina, I wouldn't do it. But, you know, if you do, there are veterans out there that you could sign. A Colt McCoy is, is just as good as Andy Dalton when it comes to teaching somebody and playing in a pinch and things like that. Um, you know, or I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to sound like a like a crazy man here right now. And that's fine because that's what I do. Um, if you shut down Joe Burrow. And this would also help fantasy wise. Maybe you pick up the maybe you pick up the phone and you call the Houston Texans and you talk about Davis Mills. Good arm, got a good head on his shoulders, probably learn some plays fairly quickly. You put him around a couple weapons to make his life a little bit easier. It's not a bad fit. We are talking hypothetical because I don't think they're going to shut down Joe Burrow, especially going into the rematch against the Los Angeles Rams. But as a multi-league Joe Burrow owner, there's a strong chance that the guy on this microphone that is the Bengals fan does not start Joe Burrow this week because they are playing Aaron Charles Donald. Yeah, he, he and he that offensive him. line playing as bad as it has been, there's no way he's outrunning Aaron Donald. Yeah. Not with a bad calf. No. If you anything, know. it makes it worse. Because he's gonna try even harder to get away from him. Yeah. And then and then that's it. He goes down pops, the next game. And then it pops and then Jake Brown is your starting quarterback for the rest of the year. Yes. And but now remember now just think about this. You know, we talked before about you know, Aaron Rodgers. If, if, Aaron if, Rodgers. if he gets hurt, they're going to sign Jameis Winston. Not bad. Um, Aaron Rodgers has had calf problems, calf problems, calf problems. Ultimately, those ligaments just can't take it anymore, and they snap. Um, if he's starting now, and you just gave him all that money, you're already in the O2 hole. Mm-hmm. You're already in that, what, 60, 70 percentile, 0-2, you don't make the playoffs. I'm not saying to, you know, like, I, you know, it's we're 0-2, let's just call it a day. But the organization, with that money invested and all that guaranteed money invested, they'll have a lot to say if he's limping around practice this week. I don't just think that, you know, you know, you're not going to take the power out of your coach's hands because that's what you pay them for and trust them with. But you, you just made this guy this well now the second highest paid quarterback in football. So you know. their 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 schedule is and and this this is going to sound probably bad on my end. 
I almost considered not playing him against the Rams this week, looking at the, the next couple weeks of their schedule. At Tennessee, should be a win with a health, with a even semi-healthy Joe Burrow. On the road at Arizona, that's a win. Then we play Seattle. If Joe play if Joe sits out the LA game and plays well in those other two games, that's as close to a 50-50 as you're going to get the all year. Then you go into the bye week, and then coming out of the bye week is the treacherous game that I don't want to see on the schedule with a hurt Joe Burrow, and that is at the San Francisco 49ers. Wait, wait, let me real quick. You play the three, you play three NFC West teams in a row. Correct. Here's the thing. They're non-conference games. We we play we play four in five weeks, six weeks. Well, Rams, Titans, and then the two teams oh, the, the bye Titans. week and then so you do have the one you, the okay. one conference game. Yeah. And you're already 0 2 in the conference. Um it's it's all gonna come down to practice and see how he is in practice. Um but if you're go- if you're going to shut him down until after the bye week, you put him on IR right now. You lose him for the four weeks. Absolutely. You sign Jameis Winston, and you go into the dance with Jameis Winston against the Rams, the Titans, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks, and then bring Burrow back for the C- the San Francisco game. Well, today's Tuesday. You'd ha- you'd have you'd have to ha- you'd have to have Jameis in tomorrow. You would yeah. have to know that you're not starting Joe for the next four weeks tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is going to oh. be a very telling day for the for the Cincinnati Bengals because if Joe Burrow gets announced as he is not playing, it is Jake Browning or the field. I think the field ends up making more starts than Jake Browning does the next four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and and for a fantasy value, I think Jameis Winston gives you a better chance for fantasy points than Jake Browning, unless. You're a Joe Mixon owner because I feel like if Jake Browning is the starting quarterback, it's going to be handoff left side Joe Mixon, handoff right side Joe Mixon, handoff up the middle Joe Mixon. Oh look, yeah. there's Joe Mixon um, because because you're going to be playing it in at least two of those games. You're going to be playing some high high tempo defenses in Seattle and the Rams. Tennessee hasn't looked bad defensively. They haven't looked great, but the way the offensive line has been playing for Cincinnati, it doesn't really matter. Um, Last name I want to talk about before we get on to the next portion of our show, Saquon Barkley, multiple weeks, the ankle. Um, Who the fuck is the number one running back in New York now? Matt Breida. Until he gets hurt again. Well, yeah, um, yeah. There was a, there, there's been there's been a bunch of talk um, whether he's out for three games or now he's day to day. They listed him today as day to day. He's no not way. playing Thursday. No there's way. No shot he's playing Thursday, and it didn't it didn't even matter if they were playing the cupcake defense. It didn't matter if you they were just, playing Sunday. He wasn't playing this week. Um, maybe he has a shot to play the Monday night game next week against Seattle. Uh, I'll be there. You know, I'd like to see him play again. I saw him play a couple of years ago. And that, and that's uh, it's really cool when you get to see certain players that you normally don't think you have a shot to see. And to watch that guy run around, run, run the ball live was pretty damn cool. Um, so I, I guess with practices and everything, but yeah, I guarantee you zero shot he plays on Thursday. Um, I, I, have him. A better, I have a better shot of suiting up for the New York Giants on Thursday. Oh, I was thinking the little giants. I was like the ice box. Damn ice box. <laughs> um, all right. So uh I know Ryan is not here, but in Ryan's uh spirit, uh we have a favorite portion of this show now. Um it's let's talk about Desmond Ritter. Uh because of our uh wager uh for dinner on the Desmond Ritter stat line for 2023-2024 because I don't think Desmond Ritter is a good quarterback. Um, He's decided to be a pro Desmond Ritter. Uh, Currently through two games, Desmond Ritter, 34 of 50 with a 68% completion ratio, 
for 352 total yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Um, we have over over under 3,000 passing yards, and I think we had an over under, I believe, on interceptions and touchdowns. Maybe it was like net touchdowns, interceptions. I have it written down somewhere. But yeah, that's Desmond Ritter watch. Uh, enough talk about fucking Desmond Ritter on this show. So wait, hold on. I want to know about this wager, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there a specific dinner, or is it any kind of dinner? Is it the, we, the, we 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 uh, we we did not uh, I we did not discuss where, um, but I'll make sure that you're invited. Okay, I, I mm-hmm. you know I, I appreciate the invite. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just saying that it could be expensive for the loser. I believe it will be expensive for the loser. I don't think there's much of a if in this scenario. Um, yeah. all right, so let's talk. Uh, can I get, can I get a ribeye? Can I get a ribeye? And what would you like on your side? Uh, a fillet, yeah, thank you. A, sec- a second ribeye, side of fillet, mignon. yeah. All right, let's talk week three quarterback rankings. Um, we'll, we'll just do the top 10 real quick. Uh, at 10 is Anthony Richardson, still questionable, traveling to Baltimore. Don't really know why he's in the top 10 because that's stupid when Trevor Lawrence. Dak Prescott, who's playing at Arizona, Brock Purdy against the Giants, and Russell Wilson, not Russell Wilson, I'm sorry, and Geno Smith against Carolina. No, I was looking at the wrong name. No Denver talk. Fuck Denver. Fuck Denver. Fuck the Arizona. Ooh, that one still hurts. Uh, number nine, Justin Fields. Um, the only thing he's good at right now is fantasy running-wise because it's not throwing because that team's god-fucking-awful. Uh, the injured Joe Burrows currently sits at eight. Um, I don't know why he's in the top 10. Um, probably not going to play. Uh, Kirk Cousins is at seven. Justin Herbert is at six. Tua Tungavailoa is at five. Josh Allen at four. Lamar Jackson at three. Jalen Hurts at two. And the number one quarterback going into this week is Patrick LeVon Mahomes, the second. Um, the big thing here is I don't know how Dak Prescott is not a top 10 quarterback this week playing Arizona unless you're telling me that they're going to win by 60 and they're going to be running the ball the entire second half <laughs> because Arizona is God off. Yeah. You're just not good. Yeah. Uh, anything surprising in there for you? No, not at all. Um, I do think, and I, I'm looking and I see uh, they have the Sean down at number 12 uh, against Tennessee that everybody can throw all over. This this so, will be a very telling game for the future of Deshaun Watson as quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, but uh, no, as far as that, no, nothing really uh, is jumping out and is like, oh, this guy is way lower than he should be. You know, mm-hmm. uh, no, everything seems to be in place. I just think Mahomes might be in for one of those like forty plus type games. Uh, he's, back to back. He's, he's due for one. He's due. He's if you're due. playing no, him, no. I hope to God you fade him. Yeah, I don't think I'm playing him in any leagues this week. Um, I haven't. I haven't looked yet. I'll look. I'll look in a little while. But you know, they 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 are a little bit different without the enemy. You know, granted, granted, he doesn't have the outside weapons and all, but it's still the offense looks a little bit different. Uh without the enemy there, but you know, who knows? They're about to just absolutely take a massive shit all over the fucking the bears and probably beat them by like 35, 40 points. Probably uh, running backs uh, top 20. Number 20 is Jerome Ford, Rocky Mostert at 19, Isaiah Pacheco, Javante Williams, Alexander Madison, James Cook, Miles Sanders, Ramondre Stevenson. The questionable Aaron Jones is at 12. Kenneth Walker. The third is at 11. Jameer Gibbs, 10. Joe Mixon, 9. Josh Jacobs is in the 8th spot. The dinged-up Travis Etienne is at 7. Kyron Williams of the Rams is at 6. Uh, Derek Henry is at 5. Bijan Robinson at 4. Tony Pollard at 3. The dinged-up Austin Eckler currently in the 2 spot. And the number one running back for this week, as uh, probably projected by every person with a pulse, is Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. uh, you know, I see Eckler up there at the 2. Eckler's they they they're already talking about after being out for you know a few weeks. You know, I I don't I don't think he plays this week. I don't think Aaron Jones plays this week. Uh, with uh, the hamstring, ETN, ETN, ETN just had cramps. 
on Sunday. Yeah, but that's one of those where I don't love like I don't love it because a cramp. It's like, oh yeah, he, he's feeling like he's having a cramp, and then it's like, well, it's not really a cramp. It's really like a pull, and then mm-hmm. uh, Jameer Gibbs in the top ten. Potentially no David Montgomery. Hello. We talked about that a little while ago. Oh, yeah. um, the rankings prove that. Hmm? Feed me Seymour. Yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anybody else? Uh, Joe Mixon with, with the potential injury to uh, Joe Burrow cracking the top 10, I think, because you're going to see a lot of carries from Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyron Williams in the top six. Is that just because of how much? That if they get out to a big lead, it's gonna they're or the fact that Cincinnati can't stop the run. That's 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 always a massive factor. And yeah, you teams have just been able to run into you guys this year, and it's uh, you gotta plug up that middle somehow. But I guess uh these are the experts and these are their rankings, you know. I just look and I I just like to see where my guys are and my teams and how low down they are from week to week and you know where there where there's good value when I think about you know my DFS. So mm-hmm. uh, um, the top the, the top twenty for wide receivers is an interesting one. We'll go there now. Uh, at twenty is Garrett Wilson, uh, long touchdown catch from Zach Wilson. No relation. Um, number nineteen TK is uh, T Higgins. Eighteen is the ribbed injured DK Metcalf. Keep an eye on him. See uh, how he progresses throughout the week. Uh, Mike Evans is at seventeen. Calvin Ridley at sixteen. AJ Brown at fifteen. Michael Pittman at 14. Jalen Waddle in the concussion protocol is at 13. Devontae Smith is at 12. Chris Olave at 11. Amon Ross St. Brown, who is questionable, uh, is at 10. Debo Samuels, Puka Nakua, Keenan Allen, C.D. Lamb, Stefan Diggs, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. And the number one wide receiver for week number three is probably the best wide receiver in football. It's Jay Jettas, Justin Jefferson. Um, I will start this conversation um, and I'm going to ring the alarm of my own team. There is no reason why Jamar Chase should be in the top five this week. Health concerns of Joe Burrow, the outstanding play of Stefan Diggs, the outstanding play of Ke- of Keenan Allen, CD Lamb, Puka Nakua, even Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, if I'm if I'm and, and let's let's be real here. T. Higgins is at 19. T. Higgins had two touchdown catches in that Ravens game. And Pittman, and like you said earlier, with Gardner, if Gardner is under center, Pittman's going to eat. You know, a lot. so I mean, listen, these guys—they go based upon. I mean, you do that, you do realize a lot of the rankings are based upon name. You know, because you know, yeah, Jamar is one of the top four in the game. You know, he's deservingly so, but these are based upon Joe Burrow playing. Correct. You know, he's a he's, he's a top four wide receiver. When the number two quarterback or number three quarterback in football is under center. Exactly. And <laughs> it's until not Joe Burrow is declared out, that's what the rankings are going to be. You know, I get it. You know, what uh, do I, but it's, what I, you know, depending upon who else you have, like most people, you know, you know, most people, if you draft accordingly, and if you see something like this, where do you really want to wait for Monday night? No, unless you're picking up Ty- unless you're picking up Tyler Boyd. Yeah. So you have the straight up handcuff. That's the only way I'm like waiting for Monday night. If not, I'm going with whom up, and there goes the no hitter, and it's gone. Yep. Yeah, it's and tonight. it's gone. Oh, they didn't even let him go out and throw the eighth. No, they took him out. That's horseshit. Fuck those guys. I don't wonder. They, they, yeah, these are lose that no hitter. You fucks. Sorry, on. baseball talk. Baseball talk on a football show. Uh, top 10 tight ends. Basically, it's the uh, top two and then everybody else. Uh, at number 10 is Cole Komet. At number nine is David Njoku. Eight is Sam Laporta. Seven is Evan Ingram. Six, Dallas Goddard. Five is George Kittle. Darren Waller's at four. Mark Andrews is at three. Then it's the two guys that if you have them, you're very happy with your tight end position. It's TJ Hawkinson, and then it's Travis Kelsey. Yeah, nothing... Uh... I know Pitts has a good matchup this week. He is 13th. Uh, yeah. Behind Ageless Wonder, Zach Ertz, Hunter, and Pat Fryer. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter Henry has a great matchup this week. I think Tyler Higby has a fairly decent matchup against the, the linebackers and safeties of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. 
Um, so if, there's, if, there's, you know, there's plenty to go around. There's plenty to go around if you got to stream somebody. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. Um, all right, let's let's talk uh, DFS guys, um, and then we can get the hell on out of here. Um, obviously, uh, Jerome Ford will probably have a fairly high value because he's going to get number one carries. Kyron Williams' value will probably be a little bit more elevated, proving that you know Cam Akers. Uh, uh, Ford, there. nope. Nope, Ford is 4,800. But he's going up against the number one run defense. So now this is this is the funny thing. Everybody and their mother is going to be so high on Jerome Ford. And he's going to be the back going forward. But right. you're going to go against the team who has proven in the last two weeks that they have the best run defense in football. So he's going to get shut down. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't lose your shit. Oh, I wasted a number one waiver claim. I wasted half my fab. And this guy got me 38 yards and no touchdown. Blah, 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 blah. Stop your bitching. It's fantasy football. You guys are not going to put up 30 fucking points a week. Correct. You're going to have bad weeks. Chances are you're not going to bench him, though. No. Just something to think about. No, because they do still have Nick Chubb listed on here at 7,900. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe these lineups are done a week in advance. Okay. Uh, because I've seen lineups where Cooper Cup is still in here. And Cooper Cup's on the IR. Yeah. They even if you're on the IR, you're listed on DraftKings. All right, let's 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 talk quarter. We'll, we'll go position by position. Uh give me a quarterback uh that you think is a play this week. Give me a give me a guy that you think is a play and give me a guy that you think is a is in a void. Uh well, uh the play, I mean if you're gonna pay up is Mahomes. He's just going to dump all over the Bears. Um, but if you're looking for some value and you want to save some money, uh, Deshaun at 6,100 uh, against Tennessee, whose secondary is atrocious. And the guy we mentioned a couple of times already, Gardner Minsky, 5,100 going against Baltimore. Probably going to have to throw because they're going to be behind. Especially if he gets announced as being the starter. Yes. Uh, my my guy for uh, if I'm going to spend the money uh, this week is going to be Tua Tungavailoa against the Denver Broncos, especially if Jalen Waddle plays. Because if Jalen Waddle plays, that means Pat Sertan the second is going to be on Tyreek Hill, which means Jalen Waddle, Braxton Berrios, uh, and the running backs will probably be open most of the day. Um, because basically, if you're not going against PS2, then I don't give a fuck what Denver's doing defensively. Because fuck them. That's why. Yeah. Um, if I'm looking for value, uh, I'm not going to. I agree. Garden Minshew is a good play. Uh, another play here that I actually think should be a fun one is Derek Carr on the road at the Packers. Um, he looked good at certain points in that drive against Carolina, especially that last drive where he hit Olave with that pass that I thought he got in for a touchdown and almost gave me a half a chance of winning the dynasty league until they ruled him out of bounds. Thanks for that guys. Um, He is going for 5,500 at green Bay. Um, So he's another guy that has some fairly decent value uh, that I'm cool with Uh, my guy to avoid this week. He's going for 7,100. I get it. They're probably going to throw the ball a lot because Patrick LeVon Mahomes, the second is going to shit all over him, but I'm avoiding Justin Fields at the goddamn plague. (laughs) Yeah. God, he's not been he's, good this year. No, he's not. He's not developing as fast as they wanted him to. Um, it's not good. It's not good. I mean, you brought, no, and they brought in a weapon for him. They brought in a guy like DJ Moore. Yeah, you know, you, you got a good, you got good young running backs behind you, but there's just something the kids. I don't know if he's having trouble seeing over the line because he's you know? three foot seven. He's got the Kyler Murray fucking syndrome. I get it, man. You know, you got to give these guys a shot, but like that's why. Prototypical six foot six two quarterbacks have been winners mm-hmm. if they could see over the goddamn line. Correct. All right, let's move to the running back position. Uh, my guy this week, uh, that is my, my guy that I'm going to play uh, for his for his price tag, uh, the upper price tag. It's Kenneth Walker the uh, third, sixty two hundred against mm-hmm. the Carolina Panthers. Um, he looked great last week. I think he. I think they figured out whatever wasn't going their way in week one. Maybe it was because they didn't lose three offensive linemen in this game like they did in week one against the Rams. Or it was the fact that they weren't facing Aaron Donald again. 
Um, <laughs> cause that guy can fuck some shit up. Um, yeah. so he's a guy that I, that I would play at 6,100. My, if you're looking for value guy, um, give me justice Hill. I think he's going to have some goal line carries against Indianapolis. Um, he's a guy that might get a ton of work in the second half. If they have a big lead, um, he's going for 4,800. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with justice Hill. Yeah, I agree with you with uh, Kenneth Walker. Um, you know, going Homer, but he's getting the goal lines. Chardonnay was in there for four or five plays. I'll have a um, Chardonnay. Yeah, um, and my uh, my value is going to be Josh Kelly. A lot of people are going to be down on him. Uh, he's going up against that Minnesota run defense. That's about as hot garbage as uh, Tennessee is right now. Hot garbage. You know, and uh, if we're looking for a guy to avoid this week. I I know I know who mine is and that's fine. I mean, and I have him, and I'm probably going to start him, but it might be Madison. That's exact. That was that was 100 the name that I had. I'm just like uh, I'm like like this guy in the in the in the games that he played in the past when when Dalvin Cook would be out. This guy's getting 22 carries. He's catching four or five passes out of the backfield, goal line carries. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook's not there. Like, how is how are you not feeding him the ball this much? You know, I know Kirk's slinging it because because, Kirk, because they have Justin Jefferson. That's why. That's true. But Kirk is also playing for a contract. Correct. Um, another name since you picked the name that I had put away. Uh, I'm going to go with Zach Moss of the Indianapolis Colts on the road at Baltimore. Um, they're going to be down a bunch. Yeah. So. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot more than running the ball. Um, I get it. His value is only 5,500, but there's guys underneath him that have better upside, and there's guys that are a few hundred dollars more that have superior upside than Zach Moss does this week against Baltimore. And keep an eye out for uh, Tank Bigsby, 4,700 on that. Uh, tank Bigsby. We, we love us some Tank on this show. That one's for you, Rhino. Um, all right, wide receivers. Um my I'm playing no matter what is the 6,200 of Michael Pittman Jr. Um, because they're going to throw the ball a lot because they're going to be losing. Um, this is pretty, uh, pretty obviously take there. Um, the other name, uh, my caught my, my cost efficient uh, wide receiver. Um, and I don't know why I keep going to this guy, but I think against the Chargers, I think he could be a lot of fun on the opposite side of, of Jettas and Addison. Give me KJ Osborne going off at going off at four thousand this week. That's some good value, and I like that. He but put up going- he put up twelve point four last week, three catches for thirty four yards and a touchdown. He had three catches for thirty one in the week one game against Tampa Bay. I'm with you. I'm with you with Pittman. Um, but I'd be willing to pay up this week for Jefferson because oh, they're playing the Chargers. Mm-hmm. He's worth the ninety three hundred playing the Chargers. I agree. And if you want some, you want some good value, and I'm going against my own team. Adam Thielen is thirty nine hundred on DraftKings. Hooked on a feeling. He's definitely that's my flex play in every league I'm playing because um, Tariq Woolen chest injury. They don't know what the hell's going on with him. Yeah, but he said he's fine. Mm-hmm. So, um, the Thielen is definitely some good value there. Uh, the guy that I'm going to avoid for week number two, uh, he plays for the Denver Broncos. Uh, it's Jerry Judy because he's going to face Xavion Howard. He's going to face the the secondary there. Um, and I think Russ is going to be running for his goddamn life. That offensive line is not good, and the front four no. for the Dolphins is really good. And neither is Sierra's husband. Correct. He's horrible. He's absolutely horrible. Buddy, oh, when, you, when you sent me that you took them, I almost wanted to say, Are you trying to be trolled by him? It, 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 I just can't get away from him. <clears throat> and I wanted to take Tampa all day. Uh, another good value um, Kadarius Tony, only 4,600. Did they get his hand out, hands out of the, the the stone? I think so. All right, that's that's not a bad play then. Just making sure. Yeah, and I believe it was the guy that I was probably going to avoid 
only because their secondary is good. And I'm, I'm definitely starting with a season long, but I would definitely avoid a lobby this week going up against Green Bay. Yeah, he's probably going to get the Jair Alexander shadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the four catches for. Yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to be stuck. I'm going to be stuck starting him in in the dynasty league this year, but it, because I have to. But you can't bench him in season long. No, no. But if you can avoid him in a in a in a DFS, I would avoid him like mm-hmm. the plague. Yeah. Um, tight ends. Obviously, it's Kelsey. It's Hawkinson. Um, if I'm looking for any kind of value, we mentioned Hunter Henry against the New York Jets, 4100. I like Sam Laporta against Atlanta, going off uh, for at 4000. Um, the only name that I'm really sitting here saying oh, avoid, avoid, avoid is Cole Komet, and that's because Justin Fields has been not good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like Pitts this week only at 3900, and like you, Hunter Henry. Uh, and uh, let's see. I mean, can we just avoid the entire tight end position in general? Because if you don't have one of the fucking top two, it doesn't fucking matter. It feels like flex everybody. Yeah. Flex like leaks for all. Um, all right, last one, defense, because that is something that you can put in your DraftKings. Um, the one the, the one I want to start is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, 3,800 there, the number three price defense, playing the Houston Texans. If I'm looking for value, I'm contemplating the Buffalo Bills at 2,900 against the Washington Commanders. And if there's a defense that I'm looking to avoid, like the plague, it is probably the Cleveland Browns defense this week against Tennessee. Um, well, since I never really want to pay up for defense, if I wanted to go with somebody that I know, I'd pay 3200 with Seattle. Um, and... Washington's got a pretty decent defense at home, and they're only twenty four hundred. I would I would contemplate um, twenty eight hundred for the Jets against the Patriots as well. But um, I would uh, take the hard pass at trying to save all my money and going with the Bears. I would spend the extra two hundred and put the Commanders defense in over the goddamn Bears. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, at this point, at this point, I'd pay the extra four hundred instead of starting the fucking Denver Broncos defense, because mm-hmm. I literally think that that this might be one of those teams that gets a negative fantasy point total in DFS. Those are always fun. So those um, are always fun if you feel good inside. Yeah. Fuck. Um. All right. Let me go on sleeper real quick, and we'll get out of here. As I look, as I open up the sleeper app, looking at some. Uh, some props that are on here um, currently for the Thursday night game Giants at or sorry Niners at Giants um, the anytime TD stuff is is isn't bad I'm trying to see if there's one that's Daniel Jones passing yards over under 214 and a half Brock Purdy 230 and a half for the two quarterbacks um, let's look on here. Click on this. Players. Uh, obviously, the most trending players right now on the Sleeper app for fantasy. Jerome Ford, Matt Breida, um, Tony, J- Tony Jones in New Orleans. Um, he had two touchdowns, right? Tony Jones, I believe, had two, yes. 34 yards on 12 carries and a pair of touchdowns uh, last night. So he's a name that people will probably overspend on um obviously josh reynolds kareem hunt uh is being picked up at an alarming clip uh kyron williams is at six the chiefs defense is at seven number eight is nico collins nine is tank dell in houston and number 10 on the waiver wire right now is zach Ertz. um and then you have hunter henry tutu atwell zach moss craig reynolds and then seattle's defense rounds out the top 15 um 5.4 5.4 million ads of Jerome Ford, 1.3 million ads of Matt Burita to most people's sleeper league rosters. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? No, I think I just created a 
bomb ass lineup over Sunday slate. <laughs> All right, read it off. Mahomes, Kelly, Walker, Jefferson, Pittman, Josh Reynolds, Hunter Henry, Adam Thielen, Washington's defense. More than a feeling. Yeah, we oh just did God. that on the show. Oh my god, let's go put this in. in uh... That either has to be the greatest lineup ever, or Patrick Mahomes is going to be the only person that scores for you this week. It's going to be one of the two. No, Thielen against Seattle, Hunter Henry against uh, um, what's his name, and Josh Reynolds is dirt cheap. The uh, oh, a thousand percent. I talked about Josh Reynolds. I thought he was. I might. I, I, was, might, I might. <laughs> let's go look at. Let's go look at my DraftKings money that I've won. I have three dollars and fifty-five cents left. I might put that into a fifty-cent lineup. Look at me spending money. Fuck yeah! Um. Fallen son. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, the FKC Fantasy Hour. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us in the first episode of Life After Nick Chubb. And let, and, and, and a show without Ryan. Yeah. Well, he'll be back next week, thankfully. Uh, okay. If you're not already, please like, subscribe, thumbs up over here at the Huddle Up Incorporated. Uh, you can follow uh, our producer, CEO, and founder of uh, Huddle Up Incorporated, Big Jim. He can be found at Big Jim Sports on the Twitter. I will not call it X. Fuck that shit. You can follow me there at They Call Me Burn. In Jim's uh, account, you can find his link tree there. You can find all the uh, Huddle Up stuff, including the links to all of the Twitters, all the um, pages, as well as our T Public store where you can buy uh, some cool merch and support the shows. Uh, you can go over there, uh, tpublic.com, uh, in the link tree of Big Jim Sports on X and Twitter, or whatever you want to call it tonight. Um, but that's going to do it for us, guys. We appreciate you hanging out with us. We hope that your fantasy weeks are better uh, than the injury bug that has taken over the weeks of the National Football League. Uh, until next week, for Craig, I'm Mike. We'll see you guys right here on the FKC Fantasy Hour. Have a good night.